Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to this year in review at Disney's Animal Kingdom on this final episode of 2015. Actually, we're now in 2016. 2016, Dave. 2016. Okay, for this first episode of 2016 of Radio Harambe, I'm Dave McBride, joined by Safari Mike, and what we are going to do today is take you through the year in review. We're going to look back at all that happened in 2015, and it... it Quite a bit. Yeah, a lot. I mean, there are clearly bigger years to come, but this was a big year. Yeah, next year will be a two-part yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, probably true. <laughs> probably true. This is when we get through a lot of the stuff, but uh, but let's so let's get right into it since that's what we're doing All here. Right. Um, January was the month of construction. Mm-hmm. There was just walls everywhere, and that's really where we kind of begin in this year as we evolve our way from what I think was the low point in all this, at least from a guest perspective, just around that, you know, right after Christmas, that January, February time, where there was just walls as far as the eye can see. All of Discovery Island was walled off. You could barely right. see the Tree of Life. It looked like you were walking down the hallway, you know, in, at a, in an old high school as you were coming into the Discovery Island. It was just everywhere, right? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, we weren't there for that, but. I guess the last time I was there was towards the end of August of 2014, yeah. before that. And, and it was it just was, starting to get yeah, to that starting, point. But it yeah. got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, it got terrible. All around the Tree of Life, all around Discovery Island, all around. And once they put up the walls for Rivers of Light construction, that's when it really became intrusive. Yeah, it was it was nuts. Uh, and it started to, by the end of January, sort of ebb off a little bit. They opened up mm-hmm. a little bit around the Tree of Life um, and got a, a slightly better. But, the, but right around the beginning of the year... The beginning of this year that will end off so strong was uh, was just a real low point, I think. I mean, it's the one point where the Animal Kingdom kind of looked a little bit like uh, Hollywood Studios for uh, for just a brief moment. Um, and that's going to look like it. And that's going to look like that for years to come. Yep. Uh, but probably the most notable piece of news in January. January tends to be a slow news week anyway, news, news month anyway. Hence, we're not doing the news this, for this episode. Exactly. <laughs> there is no news, right? Um but the biggest thing probably was that uh, the Animal Kingdom made a list by the um, an organization, a, a, an advocacy organization, mm-hmm. I guess I call it, called the Defense of Animals, um, and uh, made the list of the ten worst zoos for elephants in the country. Um, it was a dubious distinction. Uh, obviously, it didn't make its way to the Parks blog uh, for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For wildlife, we- for wildlife Wednesday that week, um, but it was, uh, and it's a story that we're going to come back to, okay? Because it was pretty much, if I remember correctly, Mike, based around their involvement with the Elephant Center. That's exactly right. 
that we're going to hear more about as we get towards the end of the year. Um, but for the long and short of it, for those of you who haven't listened, there was an elephant center that has recently closed or at least uh, no longer has elephants uh, in Florida. Disney was largely uh, involved in the the genesis of this of this project of this uh, facility. Um, a couple of their animals, a couple of their elephants died there mm-hmm. um, under uh, strange circumstances. I, I, I mean, guess, I guess. questionable circumstances yeah. in certain degree. I mean, uh, one of them, I think, was salmonella poisoning. Correct. I forget what the other one was, but... I don't remember either. Yeah. So, but like I said, we're going to get back to more of that. They made this list. Everybody forgot all about it. And that actually leaves us into February, mm-hmm. believe it or not. That's all that happened in January. And February was a, was kind of an interesting month because we have a lot of animal news in February, including the birth of a white rhino, um, which is an endangered species, obviously, and uh, a beautiful one, very popular one with zoo goers. And, uh, you know, it was it, it, them along with, a, uh, I think, a whole troop of sable antelope. Yeah, five ba- five yep. uh, calves. Correct. And that really marks February. And that's what February was all about because that's what we talked about really more than anything else. I guess. I guess so. Because baby animals do it for Animal Kingdom fans. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I mean, you well, know. the parent animals do gotta, it first. You that's gotta why they love get baby, baby animals. animals. Gotta love baby animals. Keep, keeps everybody excited. So, believe it or not, that's really all we had in February as well. Very slow start to the year, but it's percolating at this point. Uh, March, we get a little bit more. We get the introduction of the Donald Safari dinner at Tusker mm-hmm. House. Now, you're the food guy. Uh, I went through your list of things that uh, we wanted to talk about, yeah. and I crossed out a bunch of stuff that had to do with food. But this was not one of them, because th- 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 there's one of my uh, Clydesdales shaking himself off after spending the last uh, couple of weeks um, uh, pulling sleds. Yes, food. Um, Donald's. It's an... Well, I mean, it was... Uh, it wasn't really news. I mean, we all figured that this had to happen at some point in time. And they announced it, I want to say, even towards the end of 2014, but March of 2015 was, was when it started. Debuted, yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty much the same food as the lunch... And it's you know meet and greets and all that kind of stuff, but just ex- just another sign of the Animal Kingdom expanding into the evening, which we're going to see more of, yeah, as uh, the year moves on and changing its offerings and expanding its offerings right. for dinner. Um, There's a couple of different things at dinner, right? Yeah, and and making a a, a reservation that would be a popular one mm-hmm. uh, because they're anticipating certainly a new. <laughs> pattern of uh, traffic in and out of the animal kingdom. Um, and that was really kind of the first sign of that. Uh, we, what we also found, and Mike and I w- waxed poetic about this, was that the backstage safari tour was going to end and would be um, taken over by a new tour called Backstage Tales. And after telling us that it was full of new magic, it really just was a shorter version of Backstage Safari without some of the cool stuff. Right, it was a, just a changed up backstage safari, correct? Yeah, and uh, as we spoke about back then, when we were <laughs> we were on a backstage safari, and this was, I mean, we were on it months before this happened. Um, even oh, then, man. yeah, even then, the, uh, the the cast members were talking about how difficult it was to pull this tour off because it had to sort of blend the the. Uh, 
you know, both the park and the resorts, which are two very separate entities with the way they run, uh, even in the animals. You're thinking of two different things. You're I th- am? You're thinking of the Sunrise Safari. Which oh, is the that's right, 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 right. The backstage safari is the one that took you behind the scenes to see, like, the elephant barn and all that kind of stuff, which I know you did, I did quite that a while ago. It was years ago. A couple, yeah, yep. years ago. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that's two different things. The Sunset Safari also ended, but that was late 2014. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. That backstage safari was a was a, oh yeah, and then they just brought in a sort of a cheap version of it. A a very seminal moment in Safari Mike's life. <laughs> Before we get to that, yeah, okay. <laughs> the the winged encounters that when they put that in the front of the Tree of Life is that also when they had like the other like little section of the Tree of Life the the the, the other um, parts. No. That was later on. It comes later on. All right. Yep. Yep. So then, all right. The so seminal moment. The seminal moment was when you met Joe Rody. That's right. And we have the pictures on Twitter to prove it. Right. Right. And you were there for the Leopard in the Land. I was there for the Environmental Film Festival. A Washington, film festival DC. that only you would attend. Environmental film. You and Joe. <laughs> well, several of our listeners were there. I must. I might I'm want to point kidding. out. I'm just kidding. Um, Although I'm pretty sure they were there for Joe Rody. Joe Rody, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, we went to, we spent the weekend in DC, but the the first night there, we did we sat at the I guess it was American University. Yeah. Um, at their uh, they have a a program for environmental film studies actually, and they had a theater in, in one of their uh, buildings, and it was a small theater. It was great, and then Joe gave a talk and did a sort of a little meet and greet afterwards. Um, Those environmental film guys can party, huh? Right, they could. Um, <laughs> probably the highlight of was when I said to Joe, I don't know if you know who I am. And his response was, of course I do. You're Safari Mike. That was the best. And that was that was the seminal moment and, I spoke of <laughs> everybody at the beginning. In the audience who were Disney people uh, got a big kick out of that. I yeah, think. I could imagine the 10 people who <laughs> were there with him. That's probably pretty close yeah. to the uh, actual number. But go ahead. Not, not long after that. It was a full crowd, though, but only 10 Disney stuff people. Go ahead. Not long after that, the white rhino baby, um, who I mentioned before, was given a name. And I only mention this because they did it by poll mm-hmm. on... Um, on uh, I like the story uh, on the on the on the parks blog, right. and its name was Kiyama, and the which is uh, uh, some tribal word for magic, which right. is why Disney picked it. But that's not <laughs> in any reason why it won. No, not even close. It won in a landslide right. because it also happens to be the name of a town in Australia. <laughs> in Australia, right? yeah. a not insignificant. I mean, certainly not a big city. But I mean, all you needed was a few thousand people to see it and sure. sway sway the voting in that. And then direction. there was like some sort of movement from the temple, like vote for this. Yes, right. Yeah, yes. Got, some, yep. Somehow they got word. It's yeah. on the local news news right, and all right. that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty funny story. <laughs> Disney obviously didn't Google the word after they picked no. it, <laughs> or look at a map. Yeah. Uh, it, now we're into April. That was just the beginning of April, um, and also in April was that sand sculpture. For mm-hmm. the opening of the Monkey Kingdom, and they do those sand sand sculptures uh, often. In fact, they had a few in in Epcot over the years. Oh yeah, for yeah, yeah, nature yeah. and right, right. Uh, yeah, for the opening of other right. films. So and Monkey Kingdom opened that month too. Uh, Monkey Kingdom opened that month. Yep. And then for a long, long time, we had been talking about hyenas mm-hmm. because we had been given information that Disney had purchased or. 
uh, I shouldn't say purchased, adopted, um, agreed to take uh, three hyenas from a um, group in California, I believe. It was part of university, weren't they? It was part of, yeah, part of the university um, study group right. uh, that had been there for decades and lost their funding and... Um, and we're looking to find places, zoos and places for these hyenas to go. And uh, Disney chose to take three of them, um, trying to do something good for hyenas once, uh, which they're not really very good at. Uh, and uh, so, as I said, we reported that like months before this happened. And then in, um, in April of this year, we finally found out that they had filed a construction permit for something that they called the AK Hyena Compound Rockwork. Right. So there was obviously work going on on some sort of uh, habitat, though we did. I don't think we knew at the time where. No, right? I don't even think we knew at the time it was actually going to be on Kilimanjaro's farm. Right. We, we were thinking it may be somewhere Pan by Annie, like, like a Harambe market. Yeah. Which we, at that point in time was still, yeah, still in construction. Not even officially announced yet. Right. And then also in April, we had... Um, Five new species on exhibit at the Pangani Aviary. So we got a lot of we got a lot of animal news. We we always ask for more animals, changes in these things. A lot of it at the beginning of this and year, we, yeah. we they did a lot of it this year. Um, a bunch of birds, and I'm not going to really try to pronounce any of them other than the wax la- lavender waxbill. The rest of them, I well, there's a cutthroat finch, right? A bronze. Mm, uh, the Give me that. the pintail and the paradise, which sounds more like a bar, really. Oh, can I see that, please? Doesn't that sound like a bar? The pintail and the those, paradise. Those are two different kinds of whites. It sounds like a bar okay. in 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 Saint Augustine. It actually or sounds like that. sort of like a Jimmy Buffett album. It, it does not sort of like a Jimmy. I think it is a Jimmy <laughs> Buffett album. And then pintail and paradise. <laughs> and two new kinds of whita. Yeah, whita. I'm saying that right. right? Correct. Yeah. This is, those are all, by the way, they're all different kinds of songbirds. Yeah. Small. Small songbirds. Small songbirds, yeah. yeah. And also lemurs back at Discovery Island. Yeah, they were gone for quite some time, but they they came back. Pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Um, let's see. We also learned in April that this year's Expedition Everest challenge, mm-hmm. the race, was going to be the last one. That's right. And so the last one was run. There's no uh, no no doubt about it. Um, that was in early May. Though, that was in early one, May, right? but they announced a couple of weeks right. beforehand. And then, in a slightly dicey story for Disney, we had a few of those this year. Um, the Orlando Sentinel reported that. Disney was forced by a judge oh. to rehire performers who were part of the Festival of the Lion King who right. were fired because they refused to wear um, costumes sweaty, that were dirty costumes, yeah. dirty. Yeah, they were sweaty and dirty, right? Sweaty and soiled and dirty. Right. And Disney didn't want to clean them. I guess. I mean, or I guess or couldn't or something. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Obviously, Disney was in the wrong because the judge <laughs> erred in favor of the... Uh, <laughs> In, in favor of the performers, and they were forced to hire them back. <laughs> now that must make for an interesting work environment. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you're now you're back working for the people who just fired you. I, I imagine though that the, everybody they're working with we're probably happy. applauded. Yeah, them absolutely for, for taking a stand and absolutely. So it's probably a fairly good environment. I mean, you know, yeah, just a little strange. The yearly uh, review session with your bosses might be a little awkward. That would be the weird part. <laughs> That's the weird part. And also, in April, at the very end of April, the worst kept secret 
in all of Disney's Animal Kingdom was finally announced. Yes. Which was the Harambe Market. And I say that because we had been talking about it for Mm -hmm. probably the better part of a year. Oh, over that, I think. And the construction walls were there. There was countless numbers of people, including myself, putting their cameras, phones up over the construction walls, which were only maybe six feet high at some points, and taking photos of what was behind there. And we knew exactly what was going on, yet they just didn't announce it. For the longest time... People thought it was just going to be a trail leading to Asia. Right. Like another additional they trail. That's Even, what it, I mean, we yeah. had always told you it was going to be Harambe Market just because what our sources had told us. Yeah. That there was going to be at least something more to it than just the trail. Right. Well, the source that we had is actually dead on. I mean, right. like almost two years before it opened, we had that story. But anyway, um, but by this time, everybody knew there was something bigger than that. They were building yeah. buildings and stuff like that. I mean, so. you could see the water tower yeah. coming out yeah. from behind the thing. I mean, you yeah. knew exactly what it was. And then they, for some reason, they waited until literally maybe three weeks, four weeks, four weeks before it opened. Yeah, it opened at the, opened very at the end, end of May. May. Very yep. end of May. So, <laughs> and so let's go into May. All right. And in one of those, on May 23rd, the Harambe Market opened. Yeah. This is a, this is a, this is I don't I don't know if this would be the biggest story of the year, but it could be quite some fanfare involved here. It might be um, the biggest story of the year yeah, for, the, for the park. I think so. Certainly the biggest addition to the park in quite some time, um, and uh, you know a sign of so many things. A sign of the future, like we were talking about before with the uh, Tusker House dinner. You know, there's obviously going to be a new flow of guests coming in and around these kind of you know in right. how these places are going to you know be serving guests as they move mm-hmm. throughout the day and it's it's a, it's a changing park and this was the first real um you know concrete physical change that you could see in the park I'm not sure if I agree with you but uh, well I mean of the big ones see, well I, festival of the lion king that's what I was going to say yeah I mean, the, that, the, the fact they closed Camp Minnie Mickey and then moved that and built that over there that was probably yeah. the first step towards the complete overhaul of this well the Right, the big changes for the park. This the was the, the this right. Is, this was the but this was the biggest step of this year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For certain, biggest biggest story of the year, and it will be dwarfed in years to come. <laughs> yeah, by this time in April, we'll probably be it, yeah. it'll be bigger things, bigger yeah. and better things. Yeah, absolutely. Which we'll talk about in the next episode. That's right. Um, there's also I am now. Well, part of that also was um, the pathway to Asia opening um, uh, that opened in Asia that led from this was only maybe a few days later that led from the Cali River Rapids back towards yeah, Expedition the, Everest. New, new different little paths so you don't right. have to walk through certain right along the the river there and you sort know, of a cut help, through or yeah right. I, I guess it'll help with guest flow once right. there's going to be a ton of people watching Rivers of Light over in the right in front of Expedition Everest area. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Harambe Market offers that too. It offers a way for you to get around without going straight well, up the gut of of Harambe. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, up until then, Harambe was basically a dead end street. You'd go up right. and then have to come back out the right. same way. But this almost makes it a, you know, almost like a U turn kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and also in May, perhaps the saddest of all stories for Mike. I know he was um, hmm. very upset about this. Was they. Uh, closed the Dino Land Dance of Palooza. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was discontinued as of the beginning of May, and I know that you were upset you didn't get a chance to go see it again. That's true. It Had you seen it before? I did see it. Um, <laughs> as a dance, I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I, I'm no fan of dance parties. The only, the only interesting thing about that was that it had 
characters in it that you would never that see were in normal, any, other, yeah, right. any other, like Br'er Rabbit and some other characters from uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug kind of stuff. So yeah, that was kind yeah, of Yeah, like fun. the big... Uh... But the, the what's her name? Gypsy Mo- what is the Yeah, 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 the mo- yeah, yep, yep, yep. But that was kind of fun. But other than that, I mean, I guess cares? if you knew who they were. Um, and another Tamu Tamu menu change. We had a few menu changes throughout, but I believe this is the one where they brought in the Dole Whips, though they don't call them Dole Whips. The Dole Whips actually came in before that. For a while there, they were serving, still serving lunches, like uh, whatever, uh, what's the curries and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And then they had the Dole Whips for a little bit, as long as the Dole Whips with rum. At this point in time, though, they switched to a completely dessert menu. Right. They got rid of the food because of Harambe Market opening. And they put in some espresso mousse and all these kind of things. I haven't tried it yet. Interested in I'm not seeing sure why you said espresso, espresso mousse, like mousse. All right. um, and also, <laughs> Mike, this is one that I, I completely forgot. This last one for May, I completely forgot this even happened. All right. So I, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. But the camels, oh yes, it's because that's gone now. I mean, that came in and out quickly, and I don't think it ever did. It ever see guests? No, right? Yes. It, uh, it did. It did. I thought it was just sort of in a testing phase. No, there, they tested but. it for a couple of weeks with guests there. Um, people took pictures of it and saw it. On, you know, you saw a few pictures of it on Twitter. It was only maybe for like a week, but basically, um, animal handlers would take camels from, like, I think Harambe, and then walk them over to the front of the Tree of Life and just sort of walk them around a little bit and talk to guests about camels and stuff and their role and culture and blah blah blah. They were they were trying to do a uh, almost like a winged encounters for, for right. with camels, um, but after the the um, Two weeks or so of a test phase, it has not been seen since. Hey, Camel probably spit on some nine-year-old. That that would end it, I guess. <laughs> so we move to June, and June is when really the first sign of the apocalypse for me happened, and that's Starbucks opened up at uh, Disney's <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Um, so now you can all get your inappropriately named cups of coffee um, right there at what used to be the Creature Comforts. And it also ushered in an era of um, aesthetic changes to yes, Discovery that's, Island that's that a, I am not all that enamored with. But to me, that's the bigger issue. Kind I mean, of I softening to a little bit. I really don't have a problem with Starbucks at all. But um, the change in the aesthetic of this building in particular, more so than any of the other ones they've changed since, was very unlike Discovery Island yeah. in the past. It's gone away from that bright, colorful, and we've right. talked about it ad nauseum on the show, sure. but the bright, colorful island kind of feel before and now more of a earth-tony, you know, and this particular building was very African in its in its nature. Yeah. It looked more like Animal Kingdom Lodge than Discovery African Island. African in its nature, serving coffee, overpriced coffee. Well, from, they have Ethiopian roasts. From the northwestern United States. Ethi- Dave, Ethiopia. It's right in. Ethiopia is where they invented Listen, Mike, I've coffee. I've been all over the islands. I've never seen a Starbucks. Ethiopia is where they invented coffee. I thought the Turks did that. No. <laughs> no. Zuri Sweet Sweet. Let me say that again. Zuri Sweet Shop <laughs> opened in June. Also, um, it, it's right by the. That's part of the Harambe Market, essentially. Correct. Correct. I mean, it's right by the entrance to the Harambe Market. Um, mm-hmm. But I think. Besides, I mean, Starbucks was a big story, but when whenever you can have poop in the news, yeah. it's hard to think of anything bigger than that. Nice. Um, and this is when Disney took that incredibly tacky decision to sell, I believe, in Zuri Sweet Shop, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Zuri Sweet Shop. Um, yes. Candies shaped like 
They weren't really candies. They were more like brownies, but go ahead. Yeah. Desserts. Right. Uh, sweets. Snacks. Well, they were sweets. Snacks. Sweets. Yes. Shaped and named after... Several different kinds of Excrement. Animals. Excrement. Correct. There's elephant poo and I forget, zebra maybe. I don't right. remember what the other ones were. And, and a few media outlets, the big ones, like Newsweek and Time, yeah, ran, Time with this, yeah, yeah. ran with this story about how ridiculous this is. And then they just took them off the shelves. It was gone within two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, the, beginning back to Zuri Sweet Shop, it's a nice addition to Harambe uh, area. I mean, it's a different kind of store again, and so that was good, But other than the poop stuff. Yeah. So let's lead us into July, and the first story is they stopped selling poop, uh, which was, like Mike said, only after a couple of days. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was less than two yeah, weeks after yeah. that. Also in, in July... Um, we started. You have written down here because Mike did all the prep work for this show. You're so uh, there have been rumors of the anteater exhibit getting a new oh. animal for quite some time. That was a rumor back in July. And the anteater is gone now, and there's nothing there. Right. So we're still waiting. Still waiting. So that's a an, an unfulfilled rumor. But that's a that's when around the uh, anteater went bye bye. And then Mike's favorite place to eat in all of Animal Kingdom finally reopened, Pizza Fari. Um, and he he's a big fan of the pizza. Um, and the main additions uh, to the uh, menu were things like uh, Jamaican jerk chicken salad. That's we not had, Pizza Fari. It's Flame Tree Barbecue. Did I say Pizza Fari? You said Pizza Fari. I apologize. That's Flame Tree Barbecue. Next time I'm doing this myself. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So Flame Tree Barbecue reopened. I thought so, because Pizza Fari just reopened. Just reopened. We'll get to that later. Right. Flame Tree Barbecue. And uh, they added a couple of things for the, um, I guess, non-meat eaters. Uh, watermelon salad, salad. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't have anything before that unless you wanted to get like yeah cornbread or something. I think onion rings was about or that, onion yeah. rings. Yeah, um, and then uh, July. I think the, certainly the biggest talking point we had in July, and I remember talking about this quite a bit, was an article written in the LA Times, which had a lot of information um, about Pandora, and we're at this point. Disney had not ha- we haven't hadn't gone to D twenty three yet, so there wasn't a lot of concrete. Um, details about the rides up to this point. We knew that they were going to be there, but nothing had really been confirmed yet. Um, But this article really was the first shot fired in that uh, parade. Um, And it's for once we learned that we were going to get what they called a D ticket. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the, (laughs) the article wrote a D ticket similar to pirates of the Caribbean, which that was one of the things that I mentioned because there's nobody who thinks that pirates of the Caribbean is a D ticket. We knew there was going to be two rides. And I thought by this point, we knew there was probably going to be a boat ride, but this gave us more information about what they were going for. I would think a D ticket would describe something more like, uh, the, you know, the ride in Mexico or something like that. You don't think pirates of the Caribbean would be? No, pirates of the Caribbean is an E ticket. Pirates of the Caribbean is, Probably the most popular ride Disney ever had. It's probably only an e-ticket just because of its popularity, not because. But of that's its... what. D, but that's. But Mike, that's what the ticket system was based on. I thought the ticket system was based. No, on the, the ticket e. system was based on you paid more for the rides that were more popular, and you paid less for the rides that were less popular. See, when I think of e-ticket, I think a super complex thrill ride. No, that's what thing. people say it now. Right. That's what it's morphed into. Oh, that's, but that's okay. clearly not what it was meant for when it was made. Uh, so it's a kind of a, you know, I, I see where he said this, but it, it's also very, um, you know, it explains it well what you're going after by saying Pirates of the Caribbean, because you're, if it is going to be similar to that, then it's going to be a high budget ride, mm-hmm. just maybe not a thrill ride. Right. 
So we're gonna we're gonna see more about. We're gonna hear more about that as we go on. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, the Rivers of Light was referenced. Um, mm-hmm. He said that it was uh, being developed along with Cirque du Soleil and the company behind the famed fountains at the Bellagio Resort in Vegas. Right. Those fountains are fantastic too. I enjoy them. Um, I've never been to Vegas, so I would. I have. Tell They're you. really cool. And they also mentioned uh, similar to the World of Color. Right. Which you know most Disney fans know from Disneyland, yep. um, and we've always assumed there was going to be some World of Color elements to Rivers of Light. Right, and this was also the first. Um, this was also the first place we heard about the military base. That right. we were going to have also that true. in there. Also true. And we had wondered for quite some time how the heck they're going to get a restaurant and gift shop. Because you knew they are going to do it. Right. How they're going to shoehorn right. that into the Avatar land. And this gave us our first taste as to how they're going to do that. Right. You're going to have some sort of some sort of restaurant in there and uh, you know, right. all, all themed and that sort of thing. We're on that to come in a couple of months in this. Exactly. You have <laughs> um, you know, talk in this about floating mountains, you know, the, the dense jungles. Uh, I guess the bioluminescence stuff was right. probably mentioned in this as well. So this was sort of the big um, opener to what eventually would be the huge talking point, which came only a couple of weeks later, and that was at D23. In which, September, yeah. Yeah, which was um, just, no, D23 was August. Was it? Yeah. Okay, sorry. It's always in August. Um, uh, you're right. So what we learned in D23 uh, was about, well, excuse me for knocking into my uh, microphone there. Uh, we learned about all the things coming up. We got a lot more information on it. Rivers of Light, we actually got test footage. From mm-hmm. Rivers of Light, we got a video right. of that. That was fascinating. It's cool, very yeah. cool. We got a the the thing that really jazzed me up was the Sunset Safari, mm-hmm. which uh, we were all calling it a nighttime safari. Okay, yeah, we got a new name and a concept, really. But now, yeah, right. And we were all wondering how are we going to be able to see animals at night? Well, because they're going to create a sunset, essentially, right? Essentially, and and that is just an, a fantastic idea, and that got everybody excited about it. Um, and we found an opening date for that. Not given a specific date, but we heard early 2016 or spring of 2016, right, spring, right. Uh, which should coincide, I think, with Rivers of Light. I think that Correct. also said spring 2016. They also confirmed dogs and hy- wild dogs and hyenas for the first time. As part of that, yep, the wild hunting and dogs. Yep. Right. And that's when we finally knew something about where these hyenas were going. And it's important, to, it's funny to think about it because the hyenas had been at Disney at this point for probably a year um, or close to it. Uh, so, it, right. it, it, so they really. <laughs> Held yeah. on to this, you know, and did, a, was, and that's an expense that they get nothing out of by sure. by holding on to those. So that's something. Um, D twenty three also kind of went Avatar crazy, and this, as opposed to the year before, where <laughs> where D twenty three's Avatar information was a poor man holding a glove or something like that and trying to say that they were. I mean, you have to kind of see that to believe it. Um, It was that particular Imagineer drew the short straw. Yeah, a poor Imagineer having to (laughs) present what looked like cheap movie props. They were cheap movie props. That's why they look like it. Yep, as some sort of um, Imagineering conceptual stuff. Uh, right. and, anyway, and, and he had to pretend that he just came back from Pandora. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, we took a trip, and this is what we brought back. This is what the Imagineers brought lame. back. It was very lame. Uh, but this time they did a much different job. Um, really, kind of showcased the whole thing. The models out there. Uh, a lot more talk about things. They they actually we had seen the model probably in a couple of short 
yep. still shots and, and promotional a video on Disney yeah. Parks blog too. But I don't think we I think we only saw stills of the model. I don't think we actually that could saw be true. yeah. But this time people actually got to go and look at the model. Um and you could see all the different shopping areas, the base that we we're at, the military base that we just mentioned before, um, kind of the layout of where things are mm-hmm. going to be, um, and how this is all going to happen. So that was that was huge. Also, um, you got a lot more sort of talk. We 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 mentioned about the um, backstory. We finally right. got some of that. We're going to have a intergalactic travel company, Ace Alpha Centauri, yeah. something really right. Yep, yep, yep. Ace, God, it's so Disney, Ace, <laughs> yeah, yeah. isn't it? Um, <laughs> And I, the whole thing is they're going to be taking us on a right planet far a trip away to the planet right yep. of Pandora, which is where, folks, floor. I got my idea for the trip to the outer rim. That's in true. My last idea. Go back to the last show, and you'll hear what I'm talking about. Oh no, no, they you won't. won't hear it. You just spoiler alert for oh. a future episode because you screwed up the recording. Yeah, we screwed up a recording. I had incredible ideas for what how we can turn Avatar into <laughs> Star Wars, but you're never going to hear that now. So I'm sorry about that. Um, my idea was to turn it into a trip to the Outer Rim. Uh, the floating mountains were part of this uh, c- concept drawings as well as this uh, model. And you saw the scale on them was just mm-hmm. massive. I mean, these were not going to be small things that they're right. using force perspective. These are going to be real concrete, big things. Right. Which I hope they don't fall down. Um, but there's that's going to be really cool. We got... Um, and inside of that, where the floating mountain was going to be, it was going to be the Banshee uh, soaring ride. Uh, you know, the soaring based ride is probably the best way to do it. Uh, and then, you know, you see a lot of all the, you, you saw a lot of all the other um, little shops. And I mean, you don't know the shops, but you saw buildings and things like right. that kind of laid out. So you really got a, got a cool um, insight into Avatar for the first time, really, at D23. Mm-hmm. And now we know what we're getting. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we know. <laughs> you know, and and they did, did Mike, didn't they have a film that was supposed to be like the travel company? Yeah. Yeah, the doing like uh, a promotional the, the, the guy who's uh, James Cameron's right-hand man is it John yeah. Landau? Yes. Yes. Very good. He they gave him blonde hair and a mustache that, and he was the host. I forget yeah. his name. Uh, he had a, you know, a, a Dr. Name, Seeker? No. Essentially. <laughs> and yeah, he gave like a little Guana Joe a, a little video of uh you know, going there, and then they use actually uh, footage from China in their in their their Imagineers trip to China and sort of right um, to lay the groundwork for all of this. Right. So we move to September. Uh, September is a not a lot going on. The biggest news is probably that three baby Maasai giraffes mm-hmm. were all seen on the savanna for the first time, and that's certainly something to get your cameras out for. <laughs> um, and also, Pizzafari. This is when we really knew, or where our fear was, that um, the Starbucks aesthetic wasn't going to be just isolated for Starbucks. Right. We were going to get this new aesthetic to um, all the other buildings, new buildings being built, because we saw finally a Pizza Fari's building was kind of taking Drab, the same right. same direction. Flame Tree was... For which I blame Starbucks too. for all of this. Is it Starbucks? But I'm going to, I'm going to blame right, them. Right. It's because I think they deserve they make to be good blamed. lattes. I don't know what your problem is. Anybody with can make you a latte. No, you anybody, can't. Anybody can make a latte. Five foot duck can make a latte. Um, so that's all that was happening in September. In October, yeah. we have information on the rivers of light. 
And this was when they called for, for they put out a casting call oh, for right. Bollywood type yes. <laughs> dancers or something like that that would be featured in the show. <laughs> I, I like who who doesn't like a good Bollywood dancer? I'm looking forward to it. I don't know that I've ever sat and watched a Bollywood-esque dancer. Maybe, maybe. But you know what it is, though. I mean, I you've do. seen the you know, spoofs of it anyway. I do. I do. Also in October was the 20th anniversary of the Wildlife Conservation Fund. Uh, and the new buttons came out and that kind of stuff. So it was the... Uh, they, well, they, uh, it really wasn't the 20th anniversary. No, but it's when they started celebrating it. When they celebrated buttons, it, yeah. yeah. The, the real anniversary was Earth Day. Earth Day, correct. Of that same year. So I don't know why they did that. But that's when the buttons came out. They probably couldn't buy the buttons when they wanted to. They probably didn't even, they probably forgot about probably it. Probably forgot about it. Yep. So uh, September said, hey, you know what this year was? <laughs> you know what we missed, guys? <laughs> uh, and then we also had another animal edition, and not just, you know, young being born, not just, yeah. just offspring, but water buffalo. Ah, yes. Showing the up the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So yet another new species coming into right. the they animal kingdom. The uh, Batang over in the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Yep, and they're there with uh, the Black Buck and what's the name of the Elf's deer? deer. Probably You probably rode that there. Yes, you did. Okay. Next time I'll just read instead of guess. Um, so that moves us to November. Man, we're shooting through this year pretty fast. Uh, and the <laughs> the <laughs> in November, we had the Japanese D23 Expo, which always surprises us. Yes, at least with Avatar stuff. But go the, ahead. Well, on a couple of levels, one with the fact that they release a lot of information, but also because none of us are really aware that it's happening until right. it happens. Right. <laughs> you get a post up Disney Parks blog sometime after it happened. Right. And this is where we saw um, confirmation of this, I guess, I'm not sure if it was confirmation of the river ride because we had known it was coming. Maybe it was the first time Disney actually said it. It's certainly the first time they used a name for it, which That's was true. the Navi... River Journey. River Journey, yeah. Um, and they described it, which Mike has put here, and it says, The adventure begins as guests set out in canoes and venture down a mysterious sacred river hidden within the bioluminescent rainforest. The full beauty of Pandora reveals itself as the canoes pass by exotic glowing plants and amazing creatures. Yada, yada, yada. We also got some more concept art for the river ride, too. We did. At that point. Yep, we did. And, uh, and, and there was, I think, up until... Certainly up until August, there was a lot of discussion of whether or not it was ever going to happen. Because there was a lot of people opining that yes. perhaps it wasn't going to. It's been a lot of talk. The budget cut might happen. The phase two. Maybe a phase two, yeah. And then, you know, you know what happens with phase two. So a lot of times it yep. just goes phased out. Animal Kingdom fans know that all too well. Yes. Uh, and I think that's what we're kind of a little worried about. Um, also in November... We are now in November. Yeah. Um, the hyenas made it, finally made it on exhibit. Made their debut. Being being in Florida for a good full year or so. By a year by then, yeah. Yep, they finally made it. Now, Mike, they're still, are they on safari yes. now? Are you still seeing them? Yes. And they're swapping the... Sp- in a, right, yeah, with the wild dogs. The so, wild dogs and the hyenas are in the same exhibit. So no matter what time of day you go on safari, you'll see one or the other. One or the other, correct. So you definitely have to go more than once now. Correct, and I I don't know if this is going to be the pattern. One will be during the day, one will be for the sunset safari. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to have to make out. a. I'm going to, have to go first thing in the morning, and then make a fast pass for like mid afternoon, probably or late afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss them. I got to get the pictures. Um, also, just because we like to mention this, this is our second mention of Leopard in the Land. Uh, November marked when it finally made its uh, <laughs> availability on 
Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now, you had been able to buy it directly through the um, Snow Leopard Conservancy website for a little while, probably better part of a year. It was actually, wasn't it an eBay store that they had? You could click yeah, on They had an eBay, eBay store, store. yep. yep. Um, and then they put it on Amazon, yep. and uh, we always like to mention it for two reasons. One, it is a great cause. Uh, Snow Leopard Conservancy does very difficult, very expensive work mm-hmm. in a very remote part of the world, <laughs> and, uh, and and they need all the help they can get. But also, I think this is an opportunity to you know, make a donation, so to speak, and really get back something incredible sure. in return. It's about 20 bucks, the movie. Yeah, it's only like 20 bucks. Well worth it. It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're talking about it now, and I want to go find it and watch it because I know I have it here somewhere. Yeah, but I have it here. My, we moved. I, I moved recently to this new studio, and I got to pull things out of boxes. And, uh, and uh, so I, I, it's just terrific. So you can now go on Amazon, search for Leopard in the Land, and you'll find this incredible documentary basically about Joe Rohde and his uh, journey to the land of the snow leopard, really, to paint um, landscapes. And I think he was really hoping to find snow leopard. Never yeah. came across one because that's apparently very difficult to do. Yes. So <laughs> he never, never actually found it. And also... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Forget I said that, folks. Spoiler <laughs> alert for what I just said. And also in um, November, finally in November, um, we I think this is, yes, this is when we got the confirmation. Again, we had been reporting this for quite some time that we were going to get another restaurant mm-hmm. in the same building or at least adjacent, adjacent to, to right, the right. building of Pizza Safari. Uh, but Disney had announced in late November... That, they, that it was going to be uh, something called Tiffins, which is an Indian word, right? actually. So it leads us to believe we're going to get some light Indian-style fare. Well, what they said was it's going to incorporate the food from around the park, which we've discussed as Indian and African, which is right. Sanaa. Yeah, exactly. We may get a, a little bit... Uh, Watered down version of Sanat, probably. Probably. For just yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah, but I, I, I still think it's risky. I really do. I mean, Restaurant Marrakesh is, by all description, I've never attended, a watered down version of Moroccan food. That's true. Yet still no one goes. I like it. I but go nobody time. goes. No, you, it's one of the few places you could pretty much walk into. Yeah. That's that, why the I, one right on the river there. Um, which the name is Spice Road Table. Yeah, nobody goes. Nobody goes there. They should have just called it Cuisine from Around the World or something, something like, like that. that yeah. You know, so or maybe they will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is uh, is sacred. No. Um, and so let's go into December. Most of this is going to be pretty recent, and right. you will have heard all this already. But so Recently we'll just heard it. Yeah. yeah, we'll just kind of fly right through it. Um, Flights of Wonder ended up on the Fast Pass Plus lineup, which o- which always makes us laugh because they <laughs> add these things for no reason. Um, the Riverside Depot, which was what was the store that it was before it was Riverside Depot? I can never remember the name of it. Oh, Disney Outfitters. Outfitters. Well, it was really just an expansion of the Outfitters. It's it's a new store. And then they renamed Outfitters. No, they, Disney Outfitters is still, still there. there. Right. But they expanded the building. They expanded. And then we, called it. Yeah. We initially thought it was just going to be a big expansion of Disney Outfitters, and but aren't the two buildings Creature though? Comforts is no longer a store; it's a Starbucks. So they were building right. more merch space, uh, merch space, because God forbid they 
reduce the amount of space for spell merchandise. So we thought they were just building Disney Outfitters a larger space. Right. But they've just essentially renamed the larger space Riverside Depot. And yes, you don't even really have to, you don't have to leave the building to get from one to the other. And you don't know the difference. Right. So it's just, it's a larger merchandise space with two different names. But they do that, right. They do that, and they've been doing that at Magic Kingdom forever. Magic Kingdom forever. They did it in Haram because it's actually technically two different stores. Stores. uh, Mombasa Marketplace. Zawani Traders. Zawani Traders. And and now Zuri Suites is all attached. You you don't don't have to leave, you don't have to step outside to visit all three of those stores. I can't wait to go. I'm only I'm only a few months. I'm only a few few days, a few weeks yeah, away. Six really. weeks, seven weeks, seven days. Yeah. Um, on my phone, I actually have a countdown. <laughs> Not that anybody wants to know. Uh, anyway, uh, African Wild Dogs, which we mentioned before yes. as being part of the same uh, exhibit as the hyenas, they they made their debut on exhibit. Um, I do recommend if you haven't seen the pictures uh, of them. They are really fascinating looking animals, mm-hmm. and beautiful looking dogs, and uh, it, it is it is really worth taking a look at. And um, I believe this is the last story. Let me see if we what the last story. I, yep, the last story that I am going to mention is um, the Thirsty River Bar and Trek snacks being open for business over by um, Expedition Everest, the old Fast Pass kiosk, the Thirsty River. Thirsty River Bar yeah. Trek. So now you can go mm-hmm. ride Expedition Everest. And, Tanked. And just... And, and, right. <laughs> and if it's a long line, a you could just... lotus blossoms, yeah, and there you go. Hide them under your shirt. Right. <laughs> you can stand on line and get... get tanked up. Uh, Mike also mentioned here at the end, the very last story that he wrote down, uh, so I'll mention this as well, was and it's important because of how kind of sweeping it was. They basically went through and changed the name of every kiosk. <laughs> Almost every kiosk. Yeah, all those little kiosks. Yeah, all the little, di- all the little um, dining kiosks all got changed to something else. Um, so when you go there now, uh, our food section in, on jumboeveryone.com is really kind of worthless with the kiosks. Will you fix that, please? No, I will not. I'll sooner take the whole page down because uh, <laughs> I don't have time to fix it. But <laughs> So that was it. That was 2015 in a nutshell. Um, and I th- and I think after reading through it, I, I even believe more what I said in the beginning, which was it was a big year, mm-hmm. but not nearly what this year is going to be. No, this year is going to be huge. We already know Rivers of Light and Sunset Safari are opening up in about three or four months. Yeah, which are going to be game changers. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. going to be. I mean, I'm sure. And then the year after that, you'll have an even Avatar. bigger game changer. Right. So this was sort of the opening, you know. Last year was like this too, right? Because you had the you had a lot of announcements. You had the Festival Lion King change mm-hmm. that was finally done. So Camp Minnie Mickey was closed. Mm-hmm. There was a big physical change in the park, um, but not really any kind of big addition, because basically what we were doing was subtracting and then moving. Right. Um, but this year we've got a big addition in Harambe Market. I right. mean, maybe not a ride. A lot of people are more interested in those things. Um, I'm not. As I'm just as interested in something like Harambe Market as I am anything. Um, so that uh, that was a great addition, and uh, you know. But next year we're going to have you know e-ticket editions, right? And a huge footprint change to the to the park with the addition of all these new spaces for viewing the Rivers of Light. Um, and even Joe Rody said at some point, I don't even know if it, I don't know if it was this year or the year before, about how 
they're really also working on changing the traffic flow of people because I think it was this year. Yeah, because the Rivers of Light, the nighttime safari, the Harambe, all these things that are coming in, and then when Avatar comes in, are going to is going to really sort of revolutionize just the way you you go into the park and your 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 plan for the day, mm-hmm. and and that's going to have to change how Disney does things. And this this year past. Maybe the beginning of it because you see a lot of these little different things, a new path, new places to eat, yada, yada, yada. But this year coming up is when you're going to actually see things work. It'll be interesting. And what to it's going to be like. Right. And it'll be interesting to see what are the little changes are done, little tweaks here and there as they get ready, like little animal things and, you know, little food things. Like, I mean, we didn't know that they were building the Thirsty River Bar. Until about a month ago, another bar popped up. Right. I mean, what other? And that stuff came like out of that nowhere, Mike. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, not out of nowhere, but I mean, I mean yeah. we've known, we knew for quite some time that they were changing the um, Expedition Everest old Fast Pass kiosk to something, we some had, sort of dining or some sort well, of. Our, our understanding was it was going to be some sort of snack stand where, like, grab right. and go stuff. Again, for uh, the people um, of Rivers of Light, you know, grab a. You know, whatever a candy bar or whatever um, to, that, that turned out to be a full blown bar with actually some real meals like sushi and like a turkey sandwich and stuff. We didn't know that was coming. I wonder. Uh, I mean, uh, are we going to be in our next show? We're going to be speculating a little bit about what we think would come right, we're next doing year. Three, two, and one, right? Yeah, it's three things we three little things we think are going to happen. Two medium things we'd like to see happen, and one shoot for the moon. Right. Um, so I, I think in this this space right now we've got a couple extra minutes. Um, I I have to wonder as we look, look forward to next year if more of those type of things around the rivers of light may happen. Like, mm-hmm. could we see at this point a real change in the way Dinoland Chester and Hester's is viewed? Can we because there's going to be a lot of traffic over there now? Right? Would we see? Some changes to that. Do you think Disney will try to see if those games and stuff will finally be used by people at that time because it's nighttime, lights are beautiful there, there's a lot of open space? Or do you think maybe some of those games will go away and be replaced by popcorn uh, stands uh, and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, like a like a hot dog stand or or something along those lines. Or a hot dog stand. I have to write that down for one little thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some good <laughs> ideas coming up here. But I, I feel like because that's the other area, right? That's the the the. Um, the Asia area, there's some big spots there where they can move. There's a long, long pathway there that they can add some things to. Um, but that area over by Dinoland is right on top of these new theater-style seating sure, that they're building. it's right in front of Theater in the Wild. And there's really nothing there. So nothing if you're sitting there. over there, um, you know, like you need to use the bathroom. Where are you going? Yeah. The other, You're going to have to build something. The other thing about it is if I Rivers think. of Light happens at 8 o'clock... How long is the line going to be to get on Primeval Whirl at seven? Yeah, you know, or know even Triceratops Spin. Right. And will they do any changes there? Are they going to up their game there? You know, will they? Even if it's just a little bit, just tweak them a little bit, do something. You know, maybe uh, I, I don't know how they would do it, but maybe just change the game around a little bit. Maybe update yeah. Dinosaur. Maybe uh, you know that kind of thing, um, because there's a lot of space there, and we've always thought of it as sort of throwaway space. And now it's going to be really important space because there's going to be thousands of people standing over yep. there. Yep. You know, and by the time we get to the summer, mm-hmm. and Rivers of Light may be going at, you know, nine o'clock at night. You're talking about area, a lot of people milling around. 
And you got to give them something to do. Sure. So I wonder if they're going to change that. We'll see. You've not heard anything about that, though. No, you, no, I don't know anything about anything over there. No. So what do you think will change? Uh, sh- shouldn't I save that for the next show? No, I don't want you to wish. <laughs> I want you to tell me what you think will happen. <laughs> um, I think they're going to have to add some food items and some secondary services to that side of the park over by Theater in the Wild. They're going to have to. Because right It'd now, be a great there's... place for like a, another restaurant. It'd be a great place for yeah. like a sit down bar, you know, uh, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, they could do all of that kind of stuff. Because right now, there's only a couple of kiosks over there, and they'll be mobbed. But there's really, I mean, when you w- once you leave Expedition Everest and you go over that bridge, there's nothing there's between nothing there until and you get to the to the dinosaur that you walk under, right? And uh, Chester and Hester's, and even Chester just and the, Hester's the is only, there. There, there's very limited snack or food. Sure. They're going to have to up the stuff. Yeah. They're going to have to. And there's only one or two there now. There's the old trilobites, which I'm sure is called something else now. Yeah, but that's farther. That's That's further away. But but you walk past there to get to if you're going in that direction. Sure. The place will be jammed. But people who are sitting down on that side over by Theater in the Wild, they have nothing there. You bring your family of four there, and Dad says to uh, Mom and to Junior and Little Missy, you guys sit down. I'll go get you popcorn and stuff. He's got a far, far walk at that point in time to do that. They're going to have to have they're more. They have to add stuff like that. Then they're also going to have to have um, well, places, you know, temporary stuff that comes out at night for it. They're going to have to have, you know, the silly merchandise carts. Sure. Well, they're going to have to have the cotton the candy. Sure. They're going to have to have the desserty things mm-hmm. for certainly it's summertime because it'll be nine o'clock at night. Right. So the people aren't going to be looking for hot dogs. They're going to be looking for ice cream. They're going to be sure. looking popcorn. for popcorn, ice cream, yeah. popcorn. That's what they're going to be. Yeah. Funnel cakes, that kind of crap. Yeah. And that all's got to change. It's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> tasty stuff and beer and beer. Mom and Dad will be looking for beer and adult beverages because that is the one thing that to me that's always been missing from wishes. <laughs> a beer, beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's why I always thought Illuminations was way better. If you have a nice dark turvis tumbler, though, you could probably get a beer in there. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Just tell them it's Coke. <laughs> they wouldn't know the difference. Uh, anyway, I guess that's it. Anything else you want to no, mention about 2015 before it. we go? All right. Listen, folks, um, before I before I let you go, I just want to remind you to go to our website, jomboeveryone.com. We're in the beginning of a year, um, so it's a good time to uh, remember some of these uh, organizations that we like to, to mention and support. We've already mentioned the Snow Leopard Conservancy. If you go to jomboeveryone.com and hit the conservation tab, you'll find the five different conservation partners that we like to support with all of the money that we make and we make that money by uh, opening up our Zazzle store which I'm going to tell you right now folks is on a ticking clock the Zazzle store will only be there for a short while longer so if you still want a not a half day park t-shirt or the Jumbo everyone's on there they will be going away and then and, what's going to happen uh, and they will there will be nothing for a while and uh, then hopefully some sometime by the end of the year, if I'm still involved in this uh, project, uh, <laughs> that uh, there will be something new. But uh, we definitely need to change direction on that. We've already, I've already, I've already um, reached out to a few different possibilities. So I'm telling you this now: if you like what's on there and you like the work with Zazzle, go and get yourself something off there now because in the next probably by the end of the first quarter of 2015, that should be gone. Um, 
And any all the profit we make off that goes to our conservation fund. Hopefully by the next time, our, our conservation partners, hopefully by the next show, I'll have a, a good hard number on how much we've donated. It's in the hundreds now, uh, thanks to your support. Uh, you could certainly keep in touch with us. Mike is uh, at... Ray, uh, Jumbo, Jumbo everyone and then he does some sort of periscope thing which he was bothering me with before I don't know what that was all about Pinterest um, Pinterest Instagram Instagram we're also on Facebook uh, I can be found at, at Radio Harambe on Twitter um, and also if you want to email us directly uh, you can email us at everyone at gmail.com um, that you'll come to me right away and I will certainly address any kind of questions that you may have um, other than that I guess that's it we just want to wish everybody a great new year Mike already told you what we're going to do in the next show which is probably going to be another special edition like this where we right. don't do the news and stuff there won't be any news probably. there won't be any news because there isn't much news this time of year anyway but uh we will go through our wish list for next year. But until then, I'm Dave McBride for Safari Mike, Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Now, who, 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 now, who, who, who.